Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast, bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Jay and John. What's up, gentlemen? How's it going? John drove all night (laughs) to get here on time to record this podcast. Just so I could make it here on time. (laughs) That was the only thing on my mind that kept me awake, kept my eyelids open. That's like kind of commitment. Get there, Jay's like. gonna kill me. Yeah, that's. I like that commitment. You know, you're all right. Yes. <laughs> We're keeping you on for one more week. <laughs> one week at a time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Second that's place at LVO need. got you one more week on uh, oh, <laughs> the network. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Doing good over here. We're you know just. Uh, Getting ready for a bunch of stuff coming up. You know, we've got uh, the new season of Stormtide coming, which is cool. We're also getting prepared for Adepticon. We've got a booth at Adepticon and we're doing some sponsorship there. Uh, and then also I'm I'm personally getting ready for the Canto Bite tournament that's coming up here in February. J- John's going to be coming up to that. And I don't know. You guys know I've been waffling on lists for like the last three weeks. I finally settled on my list. Uh, thanks to Kyle reminding me who I was and what I should be playing. Um, so I'm really excited about that. And it'll be good to see John in person finally after what, two, two and a half years, three years almost, I think at this point. Yeah, it's, it's been, I can't remember last tournament. Uh, Northeast open. Would yeah. Have been. So yeah. yeah. Two and a half. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be good. Got a lot on lot going on and I'm just excited to hear about LVO now. It was a crazy tournament. There's a lot to say. <laughs> there is. <laughs> yeah. So most of this episode is going to be just talking about LVO. Uh, John was of course there, which we will get to. Um, there was a request by some folks for some more sort of uh, refreshing some old strategy topics, which we'll do at some point in the future. We definitely will get back to that. Um, yeah. But LVO was literally yesterday. So uh, we are going to talk about LVO this week. <laughs> Another tournament episode. There have been a lot of tournaments, actually, I feel like. There's gonna, um, and there's so many more. Coming yeah, up almost every month. Jam-packed yep. schedule. We got Cherokee yeah. Open, Canto Bite, um, Adopticon. The North Cali one. Yeah. The, by the Bay. Yep, uh, Legion Dallas by the Bay. Star. Um, yeah, it's just at least one a month, basically. And that's just for the next up to six the months. summer. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. So it is, and really we're like, amazing. we're really getting a ton of people at these tournaments. For I mean, I know that there's, I guess, world invites on the line, but like, uh, not really though, right? It's not really like a ton of like huge support, I guess. Like, there's no OP structure that we know of. It's all just kind of guesswork yeah. for the most yeah, part, really. right now, you know. Yep. That's why I mean by I guess. Like I know you probably got a world invite, but we don't actually know what that means. Or you know. I I get no, I didn't get anything. Was that was LVO? Did they call it a grand championship? Oh, I thought they did. I thought somebody had said they did. Frontline games tournament. Oh, all right, all right. Yeah. Yeah. So Adepticon (laughs) will be a grand championship, I think, technically. Um, Whatever whatever that means. Whatever that means. (laughs) I still don't know what that means. So I guess we'll find out. Yeah, because I mean, um, it's I think it's 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 interesting because uh, not too long ago they had that form. They had us all fill out that form like a month, two months ago to see who had world invites and how you got your world invite. 
with no, no like what that actually means and then uh <laughs> now they're giving out more so i'm i'm not sure what the game plan is but well they may be... or may not be i guess we don't know that for sure do we uh i guess not i mean the i thought i thought it was i thought brendan had said something on the cast about it being a grand championship and there was going to be potential of maybe maybe yeah, some potential i think that's what he said he said that it was going to be officially labeled a grand championship mm-hmm. and he was not sure if that meant that it also came with worlds invites yeah. but he was going to figure that out so um yeah uh and honestly if it does that seems fine like there's been a lot of new folks coming to the game over the last couple of years um yeah. so it'd be nice to get some fresh faces some opportunities to get in there too if we're going to have yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever it is that they end up doing worlds. So a lot of old folks that don't play anymore, too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I know my world's invite, because I was going to be deployed, got passed to Nathan. And now Nathan doesn't play anymore. <laughs> and I'm here. Can you get it back? I'm like, <laughs> I earned it. Where is it? <laughs> to earn yeah. it again. There you go. Have him give you the coaster and just write your name in. I think my name's in it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, we are going to talk about LVO, but first, you got any housekeeping for us, Jay? Yeah, so um, uh, we talked about this last week, but we do have season two of Stormtide coming up uh, in February. And that's so if you're a new player, if you haven't played Stormtide, you can jump in uh, here at season two. You don't have to have any of season one to play uh, starting with season two. So that's good. Um, if you haven't had a chance to check it out, we've got our order tokens uh, are in stock and online, which is great. And then, yeah, I think the final thing is if you're going to Adepticon, keep your eyes open. We're going to have a booth there. We're going to have some special product uh, that'll be Adepticon exclusive stuff. So, uh, you know, come check us out and uh, we might do something else special. I'm working on a couple other things, so we'll see. So, yeah, those are the big things right now. Awesome. Exciting. I'm very excited. I got some major FOMO this weekend watching all the fun at LVO. So I'm very excited for Adepticon. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah. Still have to buy tickets and crap. <laughs> yeah, get on that, John. <laughs> all right. Well, sir, you uh, are fresh off of Las Vegas Open uh, with a, it was a 92 person tournament over three days. Um, basically, uh, the first day you had to go two and one at least to advance to the next day. And then um, that would be Saturday. You have to go undefeated to advance to Sunday. And then Sunday was like a six person elimination thing. Shenanigans. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> where they had a buy in the middle there. It was weird. Yeah. Anyway, I'll let you talk about it because you got second place. So congratulations. I did. I did. Always second uh, place huh, Johnny boy. Uh, hey, how, but a 92-person tournament. Come on, that's yeah. is that the largest tournament to date in the U.S. Yeah, in the U.S. Yeah. Wow. Well, you're coming up to Canto, right? Prepare for second place again, sir, because I'm taking first. <laughs> Why is Kyle one. coming up? <laughs> Kyle able to go now? You're about to listen. Luke is all good and fine until he faces down two ATSTs, and then he's no. then he's in trouble. So that's when he's like the best. Nah. What? Uh, you'll see kyle are you hearing this have you ever had 24 dice thrown at you yes it's what's gonna happen yes yeah i have all right all right pal 
<laughs> I've never faced two ATSCs with Jedi Luke, but I have faced one and it went pretty well for Jedi Luke. So yeah. Yeah, one. Sure. <laughs> it was being one. piloted by Luke Cook, so it's gotta count for something, right? Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. He's old news. <laughs> I don't know, Jay. I haven't seen Luke Cook anywhere. We could recently. Two ATSCs <laughs> against Luke, and that's it. Let's do that. One on two. <laughs> Let's All do right. that. All right. Put that on stream. So if we go, if we go in the final match, what we're saying is we're going to drop all our other units and it's just going to be Luke versus two ATSDs. I'm down with that. All right. That would be fun. <laughs> I think Luke probably, I don't know. I guess it depends highly on terrain. Yeah. That'd be a very terrain dependent terrain, situation. Command there. cards. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Six command cards there. Yeah. So for our listeners, I'm just teasing John. It's great that he made second place. <laughs> it's it's a little competitive spirit. We're just been going at yep. each other for Canto coming up here in February. So yeah, yeah. And, so and, tell us all about it, John. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I got to play eight games total. Yeah, I had three games: wow. Friday, Saturday, and then two games on Sunday that I played. Uh, my first day, uh, I broke the curse the first day. I didn't lose round one. <laughs> so that was big. Yep. I lost round two. <laughs> so I got my loss in early. Um, and then I, and I lost to a droid player. That was my first droid game of the weekend. Um, and it was, it was rough. He was actually, he actually made it to the top six as well. So I only, my two losses in the tournament were to like, I think it was fourth place and first place. Mm. Um, but he had double magnas, double spiders and Kraken, which I felt kind of was like the, the most standard version of the spy, of the, the separatist meta right now. Uh, it was also the only time I was blue player. So I think I'll blame it on that one. <laughs> um, I chose blue too. Like, uh, we were tied. I got to choose. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. You were tied at 800. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh Lots God. of 800 point lists. Good. Yeah. Four, four of the top six were 800 point lists. Yeah. And then there's Bobby in the top six with a 14 point bid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was interesting. Um, I mean, uh, there were like, I guess we might as well just roll a dice now to see who's red and blue. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Had my little chance cube from star wars land and yeah there you go treated me well for those um well what did you bring john tell us why don't you start uh, with that yeah 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 uh, <laughs> <so> i brought <laughs> i brought luke and han and then my buddy here chewy um backed by three snipers and two rebel vets with the heavy weapon and two mark twos so 10 activations uh four activation gun line so i guess that's smaller but they all hit very hard critical two two points of, si of fire support and chewy every game just kept them alive uh, i don't even when i lost you know my core I, I maybe picked up two or three models total for my core units um i had games where i picked up no core units uh Chewie's just able to keep them alive long enough so that their continuous firepower just snowballs. And then by then, you know, they have to deal with Luke once they get past, uh, once they, once Chewie's done being able to guardian. 
Luke's in my face. Uh, my I played against four separatist lists over the weekend out of my eight. So I had four separatists, two imperial, two gar. Uh, and separatists was tough. I mean, I went two and two against separatists. Um, I did get more comfortable against magna guards than I was initially. Um, just taking advantage of the ranged pierce. Uh, I don't think they ever got into melee with my squads. Either trying and not making it there, dying before they got there, or starting to and then running back away because of all the pierced, the ranged pierce. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel so. I mean, rebels, you bring some pierce. I don't think you got to worry about magnas. That final matchup, though, uh, there were no magnas, nothing to pierce. Um, real hard to get value out of the pierce. Uh, yeah. So walk us through your Saturday and your and your Sunday games. Okay. Yeah. So I had a I had a, so many really good games that I really enjoyed. Uh, I got to play against a lot of different variety. So the first real notable game Saturday I played against Dustin. I, I've seen the name Growrude. Sorry if I mispronounce it. Um, from Colorado, and he brought an Imperial gunline with Vader. Oh. Op Vader. Op Vader. Op Vader. Uh, it was pretty disgusting. I think he had five T21s with every uh, five T21s, two snipers, two officers, and Op Vader. That's 10, right? I think so. Um, every single unit had access to their own free action aim. So either uh, like offensive push because they had a captain or a specialist to do a free action and get the aim. And then one of the officers, I think, had take cover and the other had spotter. So he had a spotter two and a spotter one. So just aim saturation like you used to see in the past, except you know now with better weapons. Uh, it was it was gross. <laughs> it was very gross. Sounds uh, gross. <laughs> yeah, but um, Pierce is a thing, and I can't remember what I fire supported, but I fire supported a couple shots early, and chunked down like two squads, like either round one or two. I removed like eight stormtroopers in two shots, um, just Pierce. So early rounds. Attrition going heavily in my favor. Uh, but then he sent Vader in. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> I, I played against plenty of Vader. You know, New Orleans, I think I faced him three times. And I would just kill him left and right. But, I mean, Dustin knows what he's doing with Vader. For sure. Um, I can't remember exact details of the duel we had, of the confrontation with Luke and Vader. But Luke could not shake vader i I couldn't push him off i couldn't get rid of him um and i and all four of my core units were right there with vader and luke and han all like my whole army was there except the snipers not where you want to be no no (laughs) uh, it's not i mean the rest of his army was almost non-existent at this point he had some officers and like some snipers um but luke burst his speed out of there 
I think round four or five to go deal with it was key positions. So I abandoned that one. Vader's versus speed was gone. It's like, sorry, core units. Vader can kill two of you, but not four. So like it is what it is. Um, and Luke went to secure the, the other two key positions. Han followed him, removing four models at a time because Vader can't catch him now. Um, and I think we we ended it shortly after that when Vader could kill things, but Chewie could tie the same key position he was on. And Han and Luke had the other two covered by far. Uh, but crazy tight game, despite like the snowball that I had early on. Uh, very enjoyable, tough win. I think that was the first game of the day. So rough way to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was, the, that was Saturday's first game. The next game... The third game on Saturday, I played against our own Timbo from one of our riders. And he had uh, Anakin and triple Wookiees and a Chieftain and four core units. <laughs> I mean, he, he's been doing well with it. Like, he was. Yeah. Him and I have been, uh, it's been a little bit of a meme within the Fifth Trooper blog talk about Anakin and Wookiees. <laughs> <laughs> I want to try it. I want to. Uh, I feel yeah. like it's, it looks Evan, That's what Evan Paul has been running, running to. So. <laughs> um, so that game was super fun. Um, he had R2-D2 as well. And I remember turn zero was tough because I didn't have a lot of choices where I could deny R2-D2 his point and feel comfortable with the objective against the Wookiees. So I ended up taking battle lines, giving up R2-D2, conceding that he would score, um, and going for hostage exchange, figuring Luke could beat Anakin to the punch. Um, this is my thought process. I, I know slightly better now, so, so just bear with me. Um, so thinking Luke can out-force out user Anakin, really, um, and that... You know, snipers can pick off what's remaining and hoping hoping that my core units were enough to take down Wookiees. Um, so round one, round one, I ended up actually focusing down the Chieftain. Uh, learned that the Chieftain is not a bad option to snipe if there's not a lot of other options because um, he's only seven health. So I think between a Chewy shot and some sniper shots, I killed the Chieftain round two. Uh, yeah, and he relies really heavily on those dodges for defense, which the snipers don't care about. So Yes, yes. Uh, but then round one, the big play was, and I don't want to mess this up, the big play was, and, and see, I messed up in this thought process too, but I did burst of speed into his hostage to get close. I was like, oh yeah, I'll just force push him. But one, they're immune enemy effects and just spaced. <laughs> um, two, Anakin had a standby and they just moved away. I was like, oh, like word that I'm not allowed to say here on cast. <laughs> yeah, um, exemplar. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So now they're probably like, they were just beyond six. They're probably like seven inches away from me at the end of round one. That was the end of the round. So like Luke wasn't hung out to dry just yet. I was like, oh crap. Like, it's not great. I'm at speed one now. Um, so I, I had to do sorry about the mess and seize the initiative because I couldn't risk him winning priority and uh, beating me, getting those even farther away. That's a great combo, by the way, in the Flyboys 2.0. Seize with it's sorry about the mess. Absolutely necessary combo. Um, always go first unless change of plans or another sorry about the mess. So did that. I moved barely within range one and pulled them like the you know four inches towards you and then cohered even farther so they're behind me and went into melee behind me and killed uh, all but one model. You know I refuse to pierce because stay in melee and but that's where i was stuck you know no dodge tokens um first activation of the round and luke's just there slightly on my half of the battlefield so i gained a little bit uh he had two wookie units come charge me after that as uh no he yes yeah i don't remember what happened here? Because at some point, I had full of surprises up. I'm already forgetting. You need to have this cast yesterday. <laughs> Record while you're in Vegas yeah, still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, misremembering now. But anyways, Wookiee's charged. Uh, Luke took a lot of wounds, uh, but still had about half his health left. And played I Am a Jedi next turn to shut them down. Um Followed that up with Son of Skywalker to kill a full Wookiee unit. And the core units were able to take out the other two Wookiee units. Um, Anakin came in to, to try and make up for it. Which, uh, but I was up by activations at that point. I was able to like force push him out into some gun lines. And then Luke and Anakin actually killed each other with Gemso. Uh, one <laughs> wound left on each and I was like ah, I, gotta, I gotta do it um, so killed Anakin with that and killed Luke I think that was the only time Luke died the entire tournament only time but uh, and then Han was already running back cleaning everyone up and no Wookiees left to stop him uh, yeah but super great game almost lost it couple times if dice had been a little hotter for him then like yeah i'm gone uh, or less hot for me i think i had some good defense rules too on those that round that luke was out in the open uh but yeah that was saturday what do you think of a uh, new han while we're on the subject of han oh he's so good <laughs> so good um you could play him super safe at range three. You know, you move out, shoot, move back in. Uh, or you can go crazy and double move and shoot like range four away from you. Um, his low profile plus uncanny luck is huge. Like, like he's always going to cancel three. Like, everyone's going for these big dice pools and like three of them are gone. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Um, 
and then he gets 55% on the few that are remaining from getting to roll and re-roll them. And that's if you're not guarding with Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which actually I never opted to guardian Han with Chewie because Han could like had such good saves on his own and mm -hmm. you know taking a wound or two on Han is not losing any guns. So I opted to to put those on Han and save Chewie just for the, the core units really and snipers. Uh, yeah. I'm very excited to hear that. I personally am itching to try Han 2.0. Um, so so Flyboys was a thing that I did back in the day before Jedi Luke was even a thing. Yeah. Uh, so I, you know, the thing uh, I was talking to somebody the other day and they were like, hey, do you think uh, Veer's triple bikes is any good? And I'm like, yeah, I, I think uh, there's a lot. Yeah, there's something there. You know, you have to flesh out the rest of it. But I, I was just hitting me. And then with John playing uh, Flyboys, I was just like, man, we were in for anyone listening. If you had any doubt, we're in the golden age of Legion right now, I think, because I agree everything Mostly. is viable well and you're talking about a vader gun line you know yeah vader yeah. empire gun line and wait and you're playing Flyboys with chewy like what is what is happening this is amazing right hector helps enable chewy a lot uh, i will say that that's a newer card uh, but yeah a lot of a lot of stuff is extremely viable nowadays yeah i do feel that some some things like spiders rerolling four, you know, four dice twice tends to outshine some stuff. As so can you Magna explain that? that get a, yeah, yeah. Spiders, one of the protocols, engagement protocols, I think, gives them AI aim, which oh no, they have to aim first. That's uh, a that's well, attack, that that's attack protocols if it's the aim one. No, that's yeah, that's that's attack protocols. Engagement protocols is a attack move. Okay, then I want to double check my opponent's lists. <laughs> I swear someone had engagement, but everyone was doing this. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. it actually is pretty devastating if you have to trigger it and you're not already like having a target in front of you. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Especially with the ion gun, because often you have to recover shoot with that. There's too. plenty of ways to get an order on them, anyways, to ignore. Yeah, them. clearly. There, there, there's ways to build for it. But the yeah. second thing it gives you is precise two, which means you roll two more dice when you aim, which mm. is four dice. Uh, they have six dice at range four with that ion gun. Man, <laughs> I was watching that final, and it's like, like at first I was like, you know. Uh, John doesn't have any droids or vehicles. I think I think he'll be all right with these ion spiders. And then he rolls up to like it was the sniper or something. I think that was out there first. And then he rolls like you know his three black, three white, and there's like three hits in there. And I'm like, all right, he'll be fine. And then he rerolls three of the dice. And then there's like another hit. And I'm like, eh, this isn't great. And then he like picks up more dice and then rolls yeah. out six paint. And I'm like, yeah. ooh. <laughs> I don't think I ever saw a spider. I played against. In the four separatist games, nine spiders. I don't think they ever rolled like had less than five or six hits. It's really hard to get less. So many rerolls. Um, because you always have so so you'll get a name from if you get an order, you'll get a name from link targeting array. Yep. And then 
everyone it's very common to bring Kalani with him, who's gonna strategize and take a suppression, oh no, to give two units an aim and a dodge. And now they have a second aim without even doing anything before they activate. And all you have to do is activate Kalani first, but you're droid, so that's the easiest thing to do in the world. Um, so yeah, super strong. I don't, I don't know who else has six dice at range four. Biston is five. ATSC. Okay, something that's good. Uh, I am gonna something shove those ATSTs down your Luke throat. AAT. Um, is there is there any support unit that's less than 100 weapons. points these, that has these are heavy units yeah heavy yeah right 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 what we're talking about like is you support. can have two droids for the price of one well not even for less than an ats yeah yeah it's, it's, i yeah, think it's like 70 yeah, yeah. 73. i mean i think you could argue that like steps and, and speeder bikes have more threat range but yeah, yeah. but it's cheap but the counter to that is, yeah, their threat range is that. But it's huge that they can stay at range four, yeah, and not get shot back except by range four weapons. Yeah, if they're if they're in a spot where like you you're not, they don't have to turn. Yeah, they don't have to pivot. Then yeah, that's yeah. and they can just like sit there aim shooting all day. Well, when, at bad. range four, you have such yeah. a huge field of view. Like yes, yeah. yeah, and then battle lines like you could get out of it or yeah. melees. Melee and then with the with the link targeting ray and Kalani, you don't have to spend that second turn recover, or you can spend the second turn recovering your weapon because you've already got the aim or two aims. You recover, right. shoot. Yeah, yeah. And you already have two aims before doing it. Yep. Well, um, let's talk about your gross. Sunday games first. Yeah. So super gross. <laughs> yeah. um, so I played against the the other boogeyman Sunday Sunday morning, which. Going into it, I was super glad that I got was playing Republic and somehow dodged all four separatists in the top six. Um, so that was a blessing, but then turns out it was a lot harder than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was so funny in our chat because um, I think I said something like, "You know, are you are you ready for this monstrosity?" And you're like, "I feel pretty good about it." Yeah, he's like, "All right." <laughs> I mean, I talked with Mike Jem a lot uh, when he went big in uh, in packs with that list, and I couldn't. I mean, like, I get the concept, you know, the standbys. I get Yoda can push you into standbys. Like, I understand that. I understand Yoda can move speed three than two. I understand guidance is a thing. Like, I get all that. Um, but all the fire supports in that tank. Um, and jeez, it's tough. Holy crap! I I did not understand the magnitude of how many dodges they produce. Holy crap! It's it's crazy. Uh, I'm talking like ten dodges around, and these dodges can dodge crits, which I was rolling some hot dice pools too. I I had some. I had at least two or three dice pools, not not even fire supported maybe fire supported that were like six crits between critical and natural crits. Um, Cause each, each heavy weapon I have is critical too. Um, and 
but holy crap, but he, he would dodge five of them and he'd roll for one. And I'm like, oh, well, he's got 66% chance because of surges and then he'd block it. I'm like, oh, awesome. Yay. All that work for one block. Yeah. Let me, <laughs> let me try and pull another six crits out of my butt. <laughs> um, but I, I had some other strategies going into it. And um, a big part of it was we were on long march or major offensive. It was something where, no, I gave him a rollout because I wanted, I was like, yeah, bring the tank. Um, so we're on rollout, which kind of feels like long march at times. Um, my whole army was deploying on one side. Um, I had a good view of two of the key positions. I played a lot of key positions. Mm. Uh, a lot of key positions and like three hostage games. I don't think I played anything but those two, actually. Payload. Hey, you played yeah, payload. Final. Ah, final. Payload. Yeah. payload. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Broke it up. Uh, that's why I lost. Um, anyways. Yeah. So, so the snipers flanked is what I'm getting at. The whole army was on one side. Snipers were on the other. So for him to shoot my army, the snipers were going to get a side arc shot. And once they... I mean, they would move shoot a lot until I was able to get shots on the tank. Uh, but eventually one squad sat there in the tank side arc and got like three aimed shots on the tank, um, which the side arc gives me impact one. The snipers, rebel snipers, ignore all 10 of those dodges. And then I'm also piercing. So I think I, I got like one or two of those shots were like a double crit and he would block one and or he'd block them both and pierce one but but the moral of it is my snipers did about seven damage throughout the game to the tank uh, the others came from trying to run around get the other side arc with my core units uh, i found a nice spot on the middle terrain where luke can get within range to and see the tank without him seeing me and I fire supported that once, a saber throw. Uh, that was juicy. I think I got two wounds on that. Uh, but he did he did repair twice with R2D2. So now we're dealing with 13 saber tank health. Uh, and I, I eventually just you know chipped it down. Snipers kept shooting, kept fo focusing on him. Yoda came in, tried to mess with everyone. Uh, he did a little bit, but I'm a Jedi, shut him down on his second one pip turn, uh, which was very nice. And then, and even even then, even with Tank gone and Yoda just alive, it was still pretty much anyone's game because he kept all of his Padme and clones and R2-D2 like completely hidden from the snipers until round five or six when he was going for that middle key position. And just started swarming him there. Um, and if he had engaged Han with Yoda, or even gone in and attacked Yoda twice, or attacked Han twice with Yoda, that that might have ended the game. Um, but Luke, I think I he, he was he was waiting for for something else. I'm not sure. Um, 
but I, I was able to kill Yoda with Son of Skywalker and then Rebel Vets coming in to punch Yoda. And then Han was free and he goes removes four clones at a time. You know, that's the that's the game. So for those looking for answers against uh, Yoda, Padme, Saber Tank, I guess the answer is split up and flank it. Yes, absolutely flank. And if you're Rebel or Imperial, bring those snipers because those dodges, yeah. Save the snipers, shoot for last if you can. I mean, you don't, I don't have any control of when they activate because I have one order out at a time. Um, but if you can, save the snipers for last after the dodges are built up and try and get everyone else firing before the dodges are built up. Uh, but yeah, flanking, flanking is huge. And make the tank keep moving. I was trying to lure the tank away from Padme and away from that range two. And I thought I was about to get him, but but he was still range two. And I was sad. All right. And then you got a, a buy the second round. Is I that did. correct? I did. They did a weird thing that was totally, I had no input on it. Um, but they did, uh, before Saturday even started, LJ said that on Sunday, if there were six remaining, it was going to be first place against sixth for round one, two against five, three against four, which makes sense. And then round two, it would be the winner of one and six would have a bye. And the other two remaining players would play against each other. Round three, it would be a final match between the two that are left. So you'd have three games in round one and then one and one in round two and three. I, I think the thinking behind it is like, oh, that one versus six is the biggest upset or most prestigious something because that's the best one and the worst one. But in reality, we all went 3-0. Like, it's, we're all the same. So probably should have been like a first and second got to buy. And then round two, they played and round three, they played. So and you were the one, not the six. I was the one. Then, yeah. Yeah. What was the tiebreak system they used for uh, LVO? You want you want to hear something, Kyle? You are you are you? They use SOS despite them saying beforehand that it was going to be MOV. I okay. thought LJ was pretty open that it was going to be SOS. I don't. The the packet still says MOV. Okay. Um. So they used SOS. Um. Uh, and your little point about. SOS and MOV being inverse, uh, that Saturday when I had the highest SOS, I had 200% MOVs and a 75%. I was definitely top MOV. Um, and over the whole tournament, the winner, uh, JR, I, I just calculated it earlier today, he had the highest SOS or highest MOV out of everyone. I can't, I could calculate his SOS, but it'll take longer. So, not inverse, always. <laughs> not every time. I just well, had to put that in there. It's yeah. on my notes here. Yeah. Well, we right. needed something controversial about this episode, so this yeah. will this will get us a couple comments. There you go. <laughs> hey. uh, I think. <laughs> well, um, all right. So tell us about the final. <laughs> so you you played Jr. Dieter. Um, who did win the tournament? I guess we kind of buried that lead. Yeah, congrats, Jr. Dieter, for winning yeah. 
LBO. <laughs> you went nine and zero. Yeah, that's very impressive. That's a lot of games. Yeah. Um, he had an imperial gunline with Maul. Uh, Sis gunline. Yeah, Sis, not imperial. Um, Felt like an imperial one, maybe. Uh, no, so many bodies. <laughs> uh, all right, so this one he had, he had Maul, he had Kalani. He I had got his spiders. list up. I got his list up right now. If you want me to go through it, uh, Maul, Kalani, two spiders. He had the probe. He didn't have the probe droids. No. You sure you don't want me to go through Maul this? Maul without the probe droids. Yeah, he did not yeah. have the probe droids. Yeah. There, there, I have some. That was is one nitpick I would have with this list if if I had one. But. Obviously, it's hard to argue with results. So, he had six core units after that, right? Which were four E5Ss and two E whatever Rs. The The rocket E6DR, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's everything is range four. You know, that's six, seven, eight things shooting at range four. Uh, plus your orbital strike turn, and turn zero. You know, the, I, I, I thought the map was going to favor me. Um, I thought that was good. I thought payload that... I don't know. I, I thought that I could chunk down his units more than I did, but no. Uh, round one. I, and granted, I play a perfect game. Uh, so there's that. I could have kept the snipers at exactly five so you couldn't move shoot me. Um, but I didn't, and so he moved shot as soon as I brought a sniper within range four and a half or whatever. You know, he moved shot with everything, and every E60, E5S got a crit after a move shoot. I'm like, okay, um, here we go. <laughs> lost some models round one, lost some snipers round one. I think I lost a squad round one. Even. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Uh, which is not great when Luke's trying to have the upper hand on force push shenanigans and like objective control. But, and, and that's how like the first three rounds I feel went was staying at, at range four and him shooting at ev- everything he had would shoot and I would like just get shot at. Chewie would guardian some of it, but like, to what end because they can't shoot back or or my shots back weren't delivering the same that his were um, and so came to it I, I was I was looking for a, a moment in rounds like two and three that Luke could burst of speed into the middle push someone out engage someone do something um, to tip the payload in my favor um, and I almost had it and then he put a second unit in like his last activation was like, uh, or a third unit, I think. That was the second unit, and then he still had ball. Um, so that didn't quite work. Um, and then, and then, yeah, we both were ma- able to stall them, I think, round three or four. Round four, because then he moved it round five. Round four, we both stalled him. Um, and I think, and he could have moved his, I think it's purely because he didn't realize that Han was in range. Um, but like I moved him into range. It was a, it's like a 20 minute judge 
check. Yeah, they brought the laser out on that one. <laughs> yeah, I went I went off to the bathroom. I was like, there's no reason for me to be here. Like, tell me when it's over. Um they they ruled that Han was within range. And so both carts stalled in the middle, which was huge. It's very important. Um and then the next round, all the droids came in. Every droid. Every model. Uh, I think I played I'm a Jedi too, which yep. I don't know. It, on the one hand, was good because I canceled Duel of Fates. That's great. Great thing to cancel. On the other hand, Duel of Fates doesn't kill me that round. Uh, Luke was full health, um, even not spending dodge tokens. You know, eight dice, very small odds that it kills Luke. The seven health Luke. Uh, and I lost a turn of attacking with Luke. So that, that's what I'm getting at. Maybe it wasn't the best choice. Uh, but I did that, stopped a droid and Maul from attacking, and then went on to um, try to start like trimming down his units as they were building up to, to Swarm. Um, he obviously moved his bomb cart, and I didn't move mine. I knew that was going to happen. I wasn't going to try and stop it unsuccessfully and just lose models um he almost moved the bomb cart in the wrong direction too mm. and that could have been game ending because um, if he was outside of range two and all his droids had to move again to get inside uh, probably move twice to get into range because the bomb cart moves farther than that then um I could have chunked down enough of his droids and pushed them away and some skywalkered them to maybe stall it right there and maybe be ahead in attrition at that point to win on points destroyed. So that was my that was my one hope. Um, but then he saw it, corrected it, was in range two, and then I called it. Yeah, just as a, a third party observer, it definitely seemed like a game of attrition where the you know the early yeah, activation loss uh just yeah. kind of like really hurt your luke positioning abilities for the latter half of the game yeah that's how it be i always like going into this whole tournament i almost didn't bring fly boys because of separatists because it yeah. feels so weak against separatists um bobby finally convinced me to bring it and you know it, it worked with pretty well so yeah it's um i like in your list how you have uh you know it's not just like straight peer stacking like you see on a lot of flyboys lists you have the vets with the heavies and then you have the mk2s um so you definitely have some capability there to kind of you know do some crit fishing against white oh, saves yeah. but yeah that's something that rebelists rebelists are exceptional at peer stacking against red saves not so great against lots of white saves right so so yeah now i need to find some other fun list to bring but now i'm all worried about my elo because it went up and it's like <laughs> i can't lose games at tournaments now i can't bring a fun list because i gotta win well then don't come up here in february because i'm gonna beat you <laughs> i'm gonna drop your elo faster than um, things drop. Oh, okay. Elo's a Elo's a fun a fun <laughs> thing, but it's not. Yes. Uh, 
not something to get too worked up about. <laughs> yeah yeah it's in my head right now because it's fresh i just updated it it'll probably be live before this episode is uh, but, yeah. oh your elos can take such a beating <laughs> maybe uh, i just won't include it maybe I'll just, yeah there you go. this tournament doesn't qualify non-regulation yeah these tables wow. are not standard legion tables wow um yeah sorry doesn't meet the standards <sighs> bushman standards you gotta read the fine print isn't yep. that fu- funny though like i kyle i know you kind of struggle with this too like you have these lists where you know you're good at like, and this is what I've been waffling this whole time, right? Where I go, yeah, I'm, I know I'm good at this list. Kyle knows I'm good at this list. Like we all know I'm good at this list, but should I bring this list? Don't I need to grow? Don't I need to do something different? And then I waffle forever. And then I end up just bringing the list. I knew I should have brought the whole time, but even in this moment, Kyle, I've as of this morning decided that that was the list, but now I've already changed my mind by this <laughs> by this evening. I've, I've decided to go in a different direction already, and then yeah. I'll go back and forth for the rest of the week and probably like four days before Canto. That's when I'll decide. And <sighs> yeah, I'm I'm with you. And now that I have Republic as a faction, which I got some painting done, I have I have Miss Padme oh, nice. here, oh, nice. and uh, and Mister. Mr. Anakin Skywalker. Um, Very nice. And uh, yeah, I uh, the waffling is horrible. Yeah, it's like I thought I knew what I wanted to play, uh, and now I'm after seeing the LVO results, I'm waffling all over again. So I mean, that's yeah, that's been my whole thing too. Like watching watching the LVO stuff and seeing the results in the list. I'm like, oh Christ, I can't bring this list. <laughs> like I'm like. It's actually gonna get eaten alive. I actually think um, if you just work in a couple astrobacks, your your double ATST is pretty good against droids. Um, like you can an ATST can just demolish an ion spider yeah. um, if you've got you know the astromechs to pull those ion tokens off. Yeah, yeah. Um, the range the range four isn't as scary with the ATST. Yeah, you just I mean you you just hit it with impact four. <laughs> <laughs> it's only got six health. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, just blow it up with an ATST and then just uh you know rain rain fire from your, your eye of Sauron down on those B1s afterwards. Um yeah, it's let's talk about some general meta trends here for LVO. Okay. Um so I did do a top six article, which you can of course find on our blog, the fifth trooper.com slash blog. Um, what's that? That was fast. I was writing it as I was watching the stream um, because I I knew the top six at the start of the day. So I basically just wrote it over the course of the day, like when my kids were doing something else. Um, And then uh, I just rearranged it into the correct order at the end of the day, basically. Had to move me down from top to second. I did. Yeah, I actually had you (laughs) listed at the top. Uh, (laughs) Then I'm watching the last game and I'm like... Man, I really don't want to move John, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I hit publish. I literally like as soon as your game finished, basically. Oh, um, but yeah, uh, we can talk real quick about the top six. So the winner, of course, was J.R. Dieter. Um, we already talked about his list, but it was uh, Kalani, uh, Maul, 
sorry, Kalani had improvised orders, vigilance, and comms relay, and Maul had all the usual Maul upgrades. Well, actually, that's not true. He had burst of speed instead of saber throw. So that's yeah. an interesting choice. Um, two B1s with the rockets, one of which we had a worker druid, uh, and then he had four of the E5Ss with the, that's the sniper, the critical sniper, and then two um, spider droids with ion and attack protocols and like targeting array. So that is the super gross um, ion spider combination. Kalani plus attack protocols plus um, link targeting array. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, that's yeah, that so. same, you know, that's what we used to do with Veers, right? And well, I used to do with Veers yeah. and two heavies, right? Is you just spottering aims onto them plus link targeting rays. So you end up with two aims and yeah, it's pretty nice. Yep. Uh, and then, of course, runner up was Mr. John Bushman. You already talked extensively about your list. Um, uh, third place uh, was Bobby Joe Thomas. AKA Blood Ocean, running a generic super tactical droid, uh, six B1 units with a mix of heavies. Um, he's got a couple E5Ss, a couple E5Cs, a worker droid, two worker droids, um, two of the uh, dwarf spiders with ion, and then uh, two Magna Guard with the rocket. So, um, and a 14 point bid, <laughs> which I th- <laughs> that might be like the largest bid of the tournament. I think on average, bids were like, two points i think the average bid was like 2.2 or something um so yeah bidding gone nuked goodbye bidding roll a dice for red blue (laughs) not sure if that's a good thing or not uh we can save that for another episode (laughs) but there you have it folks if you hated bidding there you go um all right and then in no particular order four through six uh, these were all people that were essentially knocked out in that first round, so they're not ranked in any particular fashion. Uh, you have Tom Patton, another droid player. Uh, he's got Kraken, some B2 HAs, uh, four battle droids. Sorry, four B1 battle droids um, with the droid sniper, uh, two Magna Guards, and then two of the Ion Dwarf Spiders. You're going to notice trend there. Um, and then we got Mike Cirillo, the only top six droid player that did not have Dwarf Spiders. Uh, instead had Kraken, uh, a T-Series, two uh, B2s, four B1s with the Snipers, um, and two Mandigard. And then finally you have October, all the way from Germany, um, with his uh, Yoda Padme Saber Tank list, which we've talked about endlessly. You can find that um, Actually, there's a whole article on it on our blog that Mike Jem wrote. So, yeah. yeah, there you have it. That's the top six um, thoughts just on that. And then we can talk about briefly, very briefly, talk about the rest of the tournament. Yeah, it's interesting. I think it's hard to tell sometimes because, listen, we are talking heads and we talk about lists and we tell people what we think are good. And so sometimes I wonder as all these talking heads say, Hey, dwarf spiders, and this is good. You know, and then you start seeing it more and more prevalent in tournaments. Um, I don't think the meta is shaken out yet. I think this is just what's hot right now. Um, But I I think that that could change. You know, I I don't think that it's completely in its final form um, as things will shift, right. As they always do. 
Yeah. Um, I was at least, despite there being two, you know, 66% of the top six being separatists, I am glad at least all six separatists were very distinct from each other. Uh, at least I'd say. Um, I mean, kind of. They all, all of them had a super tactical droid. Three of them had Magna Guards and three of them had Spider Droids. So, I mean, yeah, you're like linking pieces together, but yeah, like, well, yeah, I, I, I know, get what B2s you're saying. Or not B2s. Um, I, I get what you're saying. They're all variations yeah. on, on a theme. You have to play the, against them very differently. None of them are identical. Too. Yeah. Um, like there were times back in the heyday of Rexstar where you had, I think there was one Invader League semi where there was, um, like multiple uh, Republic lists that were identical down to the upgrades, like every single upgrade. Yeah. Um, like there was a template for Rexstar, and that was that was what you took. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we're definitely not in that territory with these droid lists for sure. They're all they're all different from each other in the nuance and the upgrades and stuff. So, right. Yeah, and I. I guess that's what I'm getting at. Like, I think that's good, right? Is that even though there's kind of an outline of what the list should be, there's no exact like net decking list, right? And saying, okay, this is the list. This is the one that's going to just keep beating everybody. And you have to get through that one list that just doesn't exist right now. I was going to say anymore, but I don't know. Right. But for right now, it doesn't exist because I, I believe I mean, look, John, look how far John made it all the way to second place with what with something that not many people are going to run, you know, and I think that's came out like by wave four. Yeah. You know, and I think I think there's a lot of that option, too. I think the the seeing a Vader gun line. Right. Like who who'd have thunk that that would be something we'd see again. Yeah. And it's worth mentioning, too. I guess we can talk a little bit about Saturday. Um, one observation people made is like empire just got all these buffs where's empire in this top six um there was a ton of empire representation on saturday yeah which was the the first cut day um and there were there were 12 undefeated players going into the last round um on saturday and i wish i had written it down at the time but a significant portion of them were empire players um and a lot of those games could have gone either way uh, there was there was a Vader game on stream that was extremely close, um, you know. So I, I don't. We weren't far off from having like one or multiple Empire players instead of one or multiple Droid players in that top six. Okay, that's good yeah. to hear. Yeah, Republic is the only faction I think that like, besides the Padme Saber tank, um, like nobody was bringing clone centric lists. Uh, oh. <laughs> everything was yoda padme saber tank or um some kind of wookie list basically um which you know it's how things are right now uh, it'd be nice if their internal balance was a little better but yeah uh, my 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 and and what i question here is is their balance really that off or are people just taking things that they know they know for sure they can be successful with today versus having to think about building a list and and what i'm you know for instance like 
I still think for rebels, I still think the party bus is good. And we just stopped using it because uh, I know I've brought this up and I'm, I, I keep getting on my soapbox on this, but this happens, right? Like something gets a slight tweak or, or, you know, and then all of a sudden everyone's off of it because, well, now it's no good. And it was only, well, only one, one thing changed that, that made it great. It doesn't make it not good anymore. It just makes it different and you got to figure it out. And I think, with the cycle of tournaments and how people operate, it's hard to get people to like play with these things to make, to, to, you know, and then somebody someday will win with the bus in some weird, you know, matchup, like have Mando's and the bus and then go like four and zero or eight and zero. And everybody will be like, the bus is back, baby. Like, this is what we do, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely a bit of that. There, there were, there were at least a couple buses. There were, I think, two bus games featured on stream. Um, one was double bus Wookiees, and the other one I think might have just been one. No, I think they were both double bus. Nice. Um, so people are playing it. Um, I, I definitely get what you're saying. It's it's sort of a hard meta for the bus right now, just because the yeah. Ion Spiders are so popular. Uh, one of those games was the double bus Wookiees against an Ion Spider droid <laughs> list. And the buses just got locked in place, basically, yeah. and then yeah. shredded. Um, and I think the other one was against uh, Yoda Wookiee list. Um, and like one of them reckless drivered into the middle of the Republic lines, which was a huge mistake because then Yoda just double attacked Impact 4 <laughs> into the rear arc. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think there's a place for them. Um, I think they're definitely more of a specific, like, I need to build for this rather than just... Yeah dropping them into every single rebel list and forgetting about it um which i think is a good thing uh but they're definitely not as ubiquitously successful as they were when they first came out that's for sure yep um but yeah we'll see with republic i have been racking my brain to try and come up with a clone centric list um because now that it's not cool anymore i love the concept of token sharing uh <laughs> And it is kind of a drug, like even with I've been running the Anakin Wookiees with naked phase ones and even like token sharing with naked phase ones. I'm like, this is amazing. Um, so, but I can't settle on a list that has like clone heavy weapons in it that I actually like. So we'll see. I don't know. Anyway, you guys got any more, any more LVO thoughts? No, um, it's a great tournament. It was really great seeing all those people again. Uh, a lot of fun. Very exhausting. Mm. How did you like the new format with the three days? I love I love it. Yeah. Just for everybody, like, because what we've done in the past, it was four rounds. Then the next day was four rounds. And then the last day was the, what was it? Three rounds or something. The last day. Yeah, four rounds a day is absolutely brutal. Dude, it's it's, a night, it's, a it's already tough getting, getting people out together to get dinner, which is like a big part yeah. of these tournaments. And then if you had a fourth round of that, you know, you're not getting home till one, 2 AM. You know, it's like five hours yeah. of sleep. Yeah. yeah. Six yeah. hours of sleep. Brutal. Yeah. And I'd say like most of my experiences, I feel like I'm going strong through like three rounds. I'm three and oh, 
you know, I'm feeling really good. And then I hit that fourth round and I'm just like, oh my God, I can't do it. I can't do another one of these. <laughs> like, you know, and that's where a lot of losses come is in that fourth round because you're just tired and you're like over it. And you've been like sweating all day trying to get these wins. And <laughs> it was super nice on Sunday to have a four hour break after round one. Yeah. Uh, I just, <laughs> you know, I just chilled. I sat there talking with like, uh, Lupo and Dan Caslassi and you know kicked my shoes off and was just like sitting here. It was great. Didn't help, you know, but it was great. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully this is like a model for the format going formats going forward. Yeah. At least if uh, you have more than sixty four people. Right. I mean that's even... I go ahead. Sorry Kyle. Oh, I was going to say, even then, like 64 people, you can do three rounds on one day and three rounds on the next day. Three rounds to a top eight cut. Yeah, do for three two rounds. days instead of three days. Right, yeah. But you're still doing only three rounds a day. Yes, I agree. Yeah, 100% on the only three rounds a day. Most of the tournaments all this last year have been three rounds. Yep. I think all of them. They'd be multiple. Yeah, I haven't been to a full round since Adepticon. Yeah. Yeah, sounds right. Well, and Canto Bites doing it too, right? And I was like looking at the Canto schedule and listen, that's a hometown tournament for me. So I get to actually just go home and sleep in my bed. But like, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Like we just played three rounds and we're done by like 630 and then I can have dinner with everybody and then I could go home and still see my wife and kids. Like, I was just like, this is going to be like really great. I'm really excited about this. Yep. So yeah, all good. All right. Well, uh any final thoughts before we sign off here all right well we are the notorious scoundrels i'm kyle i'm jay i'm john bushfax bushman stay fresh cheese bags <laughs>